Welcome to Behind Backstage, the official Backstage Dance Academy podcast. Each episode, you'll hear me, Jess, the director of Backstage, interviewing different students from within our dance community. We hope that you enjoy the show and please subscribe so that you can be first to know when we release a new episode. Don't forget that you can also follow us on Instagram, Backstage Dance Acad, or you can also find us on Facebook, Backstage Dance Academy. Um, so I am Tegan. Hello, everybody. And I Tegan. Hello, thank you. Um, and I went to um, ministry. So I went to the Ministry of Dance, which is in North Melbourne at the moment. Okay. Tay, do you want to go next? Hit it up, girl. Sure. Um, I went to Spectrum, which is in Burwood. Yeah. Morgan? Uh, I went to PSA, which is in Paran. And Taryn? I also went to PSA. <laughs> and Emily? I also went to Spectrum with Taylor. So, Brito, start us off nice and fresh, darling angel. Go for it. Um, if I do end up wanting to do full-time, um, I don't want to have staff to pay so much money. So about um, how much does um, full-time cost around? You definitely want a scholarship. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Full-time is expensive. Um, it changes from every school. So I think um, the Spectrum girls could probably talk more about how theirs is three years. So that changes things a little bit. I did two years at ministry. And Morgs and Taryn, have you both done two years as well? Yeah. yeah. So I, um, it is expensive. It's not cheap. It's like you've got to imagine how much, um, you know, you would pay to go to university or to, to do a TAFE course. It's things like that. Um, but there are scholarship options available, um, but they change from school to school. So at ministry, they do um, education scholarships and they do um, like talent scholarships as well. So it's not just like, if you are really potentially a good teacher or you're really great um, to be a part of the school, then they'll give you a scholarship as well, depending on stuff like that. But yeah, maybe did one of the Spectrum girls want to say something about like the three years, like and how that changes things a oh. bit Yeah, so um, like Tegan said, it depends on what, how long you do the full-time course for. So um Ours was broken up into each year, costs a different amount, um, depending on if you're doing like a, a course with accreditation. Yeah, and it is it is expensive, but Spectrum does scholarships as well. My connection's not very good, so that's good. Um, we do like half and full scholarships and they do them every year as well so you can do you can get a full scholarship for first year and then you might be able to get a scholarship for the second year and so on and so forth um but yeah it wasn't it's not cheap but there is ways to get around it you can also do like payment plans um and stuff like that so yeah mm -hmm. i think as well for the girls who are a bit older but it's also good to know beforehand if that's something you're wanting to pay for yourself 
um, which I, some of my friends did in full time. I'm not sure about the other girls, but I knew people. I was lucky enough that my parents paid for my wow. first year. Hello. Um, my parents paid for my first year and then I was on full scholarship the second year. So I was like, I was, I was great. I, I was like, this is great. This is too easy. But a lot of people paid for their own way. So they started saving as soon as they got a job when they were like 15, 16, okay? So just think about that you might have to potentially get saving younger if that's something you want to do when you're a bit older too. Um, well, oh, Liv just asked if you have to audition every year. At ministry, you don't have to audition for a scholarship in second or third year, but I don't know, maybe the PSA girls, do you want to say, do you, it's probably um, different. At PSA, you, when we do our original audition, they kind of, have a look at who they want to give their scholarships to. They don't give full scholarships, only half at PSA. So, but when you, if you are awarded a scholarship, you automatically get it for your entire time in your course. Um, our course is two years. So you get the half scholarship for two years. Um, there is a performing arts and a musical theatre course at PSA. So if you say, for example, did the performing arts course first and then wanted to do the musical theatre course, you would have to do you'd get your scholarship for the performing arts and then you wouldn't have one for musical theatre, which is, again, something to think about. But if you guys were interested in doing full-time and had to pay for it yourself, I know a couple of my friends, they went and worked for a year or two, saved up all of their money, and then they could afford to go to full-time. So that's another option as well. Mm -hmm. For sure. All right. Is there the girls like Taryn or Tay, do you have anything else to say in terms of, like, payment-wise before we move on to another question? Yeah, um, one more thing about PSA as well. Like our course is two years, but if you wanted to do an extra year, that is an option as well. And that, that is at a discounted price too. So some people choose to do more training and you know that's totally up to you. If you want to do more, you go for that. And I think that is quite a bit cheaper as well. Yeah, yeah I think at ministry... For people who did third year, it was like a few grand cheaper than like the the main years. I don't really think that right now we should, I don't know. I don't know if we're allowed to really say how much it costs. I don't know if that's always kind of like people, like everyone's knowledge, but that's something that you can definitely like ask the actual schools. Oh, JJ, let's go girlfriend. You guys graduated year 12. Did you guys pick a gap year and then went straight to full-time or did you go to university and then go to full-time? Um, no. No, I, I, no. I, I, don't think, no, I don't think any of the girls here did a gap year. I think everyone went straight from year yeah. 12 to full-time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I did two years of full-time and then I tried uni after that. Um, because in my mind, and this is a really great bit of advice, um, that you can always study, like, you know, your brain later. Your brain will always be there, but your body is like, you gotta, you gotta put that work in when you're, you're at your peak almost, um, to try to benefit yourself as much as you can. Yeah. So yeah, Taryn, I think was, she was like this. Yeah, I'm currently at uni. So um, I decided to, so I worked, I got into my dream uni course straight after year 12 and I deferred that 
until I finished full-time. So I graduated full-time because I wanted to, like Tegan said, make the most of, you know, my dance ability while, you know, it was still fresh, you know, straight out backstage, everything. So I wanted to do that first. And now I'm at uni. I guess it's a great time to do it at the moment. Yeah. It's like the perfect year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to remember that you can always do that stuff later. And for me, it's like if I do get a job, in the dance industry, I can always still study later. So, yeah. What are you studying, Karen? I don't even know. I'm studying architecture and design. Yeah, girl. Wow. For you. That's so cool. That is funky. Yeah. I think, like, does that cover it for everyone else as well? Other yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I think we're all on the same page. Yeah, you kind of, if you're wanting to do it straight out of full time, I, I would, unless you do need to, um, like Morgan said, take that year to save up if you need to afford it on your own as well. But um, there's so many options. But yeah, I like I like to do it when you're fresh because then then you really know your body's at your peak at the end of year 12 and like at the um, when you're like 18, 19. That's really when you can decide. I think whether you're you're going to be able to keep pushing or if you're just going to like flatline, you know, plateau a little. And also you're less likely to get injuries and stuff when you're fresh 18 rather than going into full-time when you're 24, 25, your body's not as fit as it was. So it's a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Anything, um, like, oh my God, I'm so old. Yeah, cool, let's go. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're going into dancing from like eight to five or whatever every day when you're a bit older, it's going to be a lot harder than when you're fresh 18. So 100%. yeah. Cool. Amy, yeah. I think you had a question next, yeah? Yeah, on like the year 12 stuff, um, was it like for any of you like um, hard to maintain like good study habits and then obviously if you got in like straight after year 12, straight into a course, how did you like um, stay improving in your dance stuff and um, have the form to, you know, go on do auditions and stuff as well as like maintain good like study habits, I guess? Um, anyone want to <laughs> yeah I'll answer um, I was actually just talking about this with my mum the other day we were talking about um, year 12 and my decisions in year 12 so my school was really academic and I was on a scholarship at my school so I had to like do VCE I didn't have a choice so doing that being on a scholarship for performing arts and trying to do industry at the same time, it was really difficult. I'm not going to lie, but it was worth it. In hindsight, like after doing full time, I wish I hadn't have done VC because I was like, I don't really need to, but it was good to do it. You should definitely do it if you can. Um, what was the rest of the question? <laughs> so many layers in it. <laughs> There's so many layers. Um, um, yeah, it was mainly just like, um, you know, maintaining, like, obviously, if you're still in classes with BDA, but just, you know, balancing um, study stuff and, um, like... A life and dancing. And yeah, and dance. Well, in year 12, Emmy? What? Like, do you mean in year 12? Yeah, like, yeah. because obviously, if you don't have a gap year, you'd be going, like, you'd be auditioning, like, the year you're doing year 12, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For full time when you're in year twelve, which is quite I don't know about the other girls, but it was quite 
um, overwhelming for me, myself, I actually, I only auditioned for ministry because I went there since I was really young. So it was kind of like a given I was going there, but I, um, I didn't sign up to do full time until two days before the course started because I was like, I don't, I don't, I was so stressed about it um, because I was like, wow, I've just like done VCE. I've just um, danced every night. I've done all this stuff with school. Like I was a good student. I was like, I need a break. Like I'm tired, <laughs> but then decided not, nah, let's just get into it. But I think all the girls can say the most important thing in year 12 is balance. Um yes because I didn't give up. And this is more for the older girls, the younger girls, you know, you shouldn't be partying yet or going out on the weekend, but like, you know, year 12, you have 18th, you've got birthdays you want to go to and be a part of. And it's important to maintain that social life as well. And that's important for any person in any form of their life is to still have time to go to a party on a Friday night and have fun with your friends but then sometimes you have to get up at 7.30 a.m. on a Saturday and go and do eight hours of classes like I had to, okay? So it's just like, that's just what you do. And um, when you're younger, you can do it. <laughs> like, yeah. but the older you get, the harder it gets to like do all of that at the same time. So yeah, the other girls probably, if anyone else has anything to add to, because everyone's year 12 experiences would have been different as well. 100%. I, I think, um, like, trying to do it all at back while you're at backstage, I think take the most of your breaks in between classes. I used to take all of my homework I had for, like, that night. Yes. I'd take it to backstage, do it in my half-an-hour break, smash it out. I'd take my cue cards with me. I'd bring everything. I'd just sit there in my break, put my headphones in, and just, like, focus in. So I think kind of sacrificing a little bit of social time in your breaks to try and get all your homework done is important. But you've got to, you, like Tegan said, you really have to balance, like, dancing if you have a job like and also seeing your friends like it's all it's very hard to balance but I think like it, you can do it definitely yeah. can it's just man like you've just got to focus in on school focus in on dancing kind of prioritize that and then you can get everything done as well if you just really put your mind to it it's, you yeah. can do it 100% do any of the other girls have anything else I want to add or yeah, um, one thing that I found really helped me in year 12 was getting really good at organizing my time and making myself a timetable every week because I didn't know in year 12 whether I wanted to go to full time or if I wanted to go to uni. So schoolwork was very important to me. So I found that that really helped me, you know, kind of allocate this time is dancing time and then hmm. from this time to this time I am studying. So okay. that really helps me and it still helps me to this day so it's a really good habit to get into yeah you're gonna be tired in year 12 regardless you may as well also have fun at the same time and if your fun is your fun as well is dancing that's what I mean like you may as well have fun while you're like crying about your psychology sack that you didn't study enough for you know what I mean <laughs> so, I'm so triggered yeah. by that that <laughs> so, psychology sack really yeah throws me um <laughs> Liv Brito just messaged and said, how many days a week is full time? It is five days five a week. Five days. Five days a week, Monday to Friday. And this is, I think, the same for older girls. Yeah. Um, Monday to Friday. Um, ministry hours were basically like 9, 9.30 till 4, 4.35 each day, depending on 
what we had. Um, but then, yeah, um, I know for maybe the Spectrum girls, it's probably something to keep in mind too. Um, if you want to chat about your like blackout um, week that you have, because that definitely is different from other schools. Because even though everyone always does Monday nine to five, basically every school ministry is pretty um, standard with that. Towards concert time, we change our times, but maybe Em or Tay can talk a bit more about like their process in terms, because that might change as well people's minds that they might not be able to take the time off like you guys had to for your concert. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so we would train from like eight till four. That was like a last minute change for my third year. Um, and then leading up to our mid-year show or end of year show, we have this period called lockdown, which is like just hardcore rehearsals and um, like auditioning pieces for the show. Um, but it's definitely hardcore and you do have to take time off work for that period, but they also offer you work to help in the meantime with um, a showtime um, business on the side that we do, which helped out heaps just to keep that money coming in. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's good to know. Cause that's something about spectrum that I didn't learn until afterwards. And I know some of my friends freaked out being like, Oh, I couldn't take that that long off work. But then for some people like that, it's fine. And like Tay said, they offer work still at the same time or around it so it does help as well I don't know is the same is it the same at PSA those kind of contact hours uh yeah we're eight till four eight till five weren't we depending on the day about that yeah, yeah. oh well I gotta sleep in I thought that I was doing it rough but like <laughs> nine is quite fine isn't it gosh yeah that's a luxury ministry is nice I don't know if it's changed since so, yeah, another thing, yeah, we're just talking about our past experiences. But, yeah, I think that's a pretty easy one. Um, do you have to dance on Sundays? Uh, no, unless you have extra rehearsals or a gig coming up as a school or if you have your own thing you're doing, then you dance on a Sunday. But it's not like a – it's never really – I don't know, for ministry it wasn't a thing and I'm assuming for the other schools apart from extra rehearsals. Yeah. Not a thing. Um, okay. It's nice. You still have time to live um, your lives. Um, a little bit, not much. A little bit. Does anyone else have any other questions? Maybe um, what they might want to, like, what do you recommend doing in the lead up to full time? What kind of styles did we do at full time? What kind of gigs did we do at full time? Does anyone want to know anything like that? Rudo? When you say gig, does that mean like shows? Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, well, one of the other girls, you're fresher. Tay, you, you're a, a gig gig queen as of late, if you want to hit it up. Explain. Um, sure. Yeah. yeah, gigs range from a lot of things. Like you can do like a film clip video to even just, um, you know, performing at Crown or... Oh, we did heaps, like I'm struggling to remember, but we did heaps of like side things. Even if it was just um, like a promo video, like we just did heaps of little on the side jobs. I think that's, yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's a gig. Like a gig. gig. Basically, yeah. 
It's just work. any kind of like performance job really is what that means. Yeah. So dancer lingo. There you go. Um, Lila Holmes, what kind of styles did you dance? Um, maybe one of the Patrick's girls want to start off and then we can kind of say if we did anything different at our school. Like at our school. I want to, oh, me? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Well, at PSA, we kind of trained in everything. Um, we did ballet three times a week, uh, jazz three times a week, I think. Uh, we did commercial contemporary tap uh, we did a little bit of latin as well which is a bit fun um we kind of just trained we trained in every style which i think is the same for all the schools really you kind of just train in everything so you get good at every style i guess i don't did i miss any styles i feel like i did but like we just did everything also things like acro and like oh. partner work and even like heels like pretty much anything you can think of hmm. yeah. yeah there's heaps there's so i think um the good thing about full-time is that you've got to really know that when you sign up for full-time, you're not signing up because you're like, I'm a really good jazz dancer. I like to kick my leg. That's not everything you're going to do at full-time. You have to learn and be wanting to learn every single style. At, at ministry, we had a lot of people that were style specific. Um, so that meant that they were coming in and they were a hip hop dancer or they were a ballet dancer or they were a contemporary dancer. And then they had like shell shock because they were like, what do you mean I have to do jazz three times a week? What do you mean I have to do drills every morning? Like, what do you mean I have to learn how to tap? I have to buy tap shoes, you know? So keep that in mind too, that if you're going to do full time, you're not just learning what you want to learn. You're learning literally every kind of style. Under the sun. Um. Miela, Miela asked, um, did you have many breaks or no breaks at all? <laughs> you get breaks. <laughs> you don't get any breaks. No breaks. <laughs> <laughs> you do get breaks. I know at ministry, we kind of had a little bit of time in between classes, depending on the teachers. Um, we always had lunch breaks. Um, but sometimes they're shorter because sometimes you know, teachers run over, teachers can annoy you or want to run that dance seven more times and you want to pass out and then you have to heat up your Uncle Ben's rice and run back and do your class, your next one. So, but yeah, I don't know, maybe the breaks were a bit different at the other schools because you had earlier um, times as well. So you might have had different things, I'm not sure. Taryn, want to <laughs> jump um, in that one? Yeah, look, honestly, it really depended on the day for us. Sometimes we wouldn't get a lunch break at all. <laughs> and you'd kind of just, you know, in between classes, you just shove down your food. You get really good at eating quickly. Mm. Um, sometimes we'd have like five minutes in the day <laughs> for a break. <laughs> but you're, yeah, you kind of get really good at eating quickly. <laughs> yeah and the train rides home also lots of food that was yep. always good <laughs> big breakfast and big dinners and then like snacky lunches I think was kind of the vibe for most people yeah. quick yeah. and easy something you can scoff down like r quickly run to the change room grab that yep. was yeah mm -hmm. yep the line for the microwave was always way too long so <laughs> like a hundred kids and I was like are you kidding me anyways yeah um Holly Clark um how did you cope with full time okay this is a big one mm -hmm. um uh yeah full time for me was was hard I really loved it I really loved a lot of it 
but there was also a lot of it that I really struggled with yeah so I got really sick in full time I got glandular fever um (laughs) twins um but because my body was just pushed to like a whole other limit okay um and I've said this to some of the older girls but full-time is hard you're looking at yourself in the mirror for eight hours a day and you're really just watching yourself you learn everything about your body and sometimes that can be really overwhelming so you've got to have a certain level of um you know mental mental strength to sometimes get through those hard times some people aren't always very nice. Some people are really nice. You know, you're going to have your ups and your downs like you do with literally everything in, in life. And I'm, I don't know about the other girls, but I feel like that's most people's experiences with full times. It's up and downs. You yeah. love it some days yeah. and you're like on this massive high. And then other days you're like, oh my God, I just want to hide in, under my sheets in my bedroom and I don't want to leave. <laughs> like, absolutely I think full-time for me was the best and the hardest thing I ever have and ever will do you push yourself past limits that you ever thought were physically possible you work harder than you ever thought you could um but like Tegan said you need a lot of mental strength and you need to believe in yourself and be your own biggest fan because every day you're told that this isn't right this isn't right this isn't good enough you never As a dancer, you never hear the positives. You never get told, that was really good. It's always the negatives. You really have to be your own biggest fan. Um, But full-time was the best thing I ever did. Like, I grew so much, not only as a dancer, but as a person as well. So if you believe that you can do it, you absolutely can. You just need to back yourself 100%. And it is the best thing you'll ever do. Like, I have made friends out of it that I will have for the rest of my life. Like, everyone in our class, Taryn, we're all like a little family um I think my obviously my dancing improved so much so I think that if you think you can do it you absolutely can you just have to be your biggest fan 100% yeah another thing to add to that to take time out for yourself yeah even though you're dancing full-time find something else that you enjoy to do just to set your mind on something different every now and then so it's not just dance 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 yeah just take that minute out of your day just to I don't know, put your headphones in and just sit down and listen to the music or read a book or just do something different to what you do in the daily. It's the hardest, but the most rewarding experience because like you're going to feel like now that I'm a few years out, especially I look back and I'm like, oh my God, I am a superhuman. Like, how did I I get through that? Like, but it's not for everyone, but it is so rewarding if you if you can push through it so especially for those older girls who it's coming up closer for you it's good to keep that in mind and for those the younger ones it's good to just be like you know dancing has its ups and downs but if I really love it then it is the best and the coolest thing to do um Brito hit it up girlfriend I've got two quick questions one is how did you deal with criticism really well like if you're trying really hard but then someone says, no, that needs to be pointed um, harder. And two, how would you deal with traveling? Like if it's really far from your house, how would you uh-huh. Yeah, they're, they're good questions. Um, maybe do we want to do the traveling one first? Because that's pretty, pretty chill. Um, how yeah. were you guys in terms of getting to and from your studios? Did you go by car or? Um, I caught the train every day. So I live out near backstage and PSA is in Paran. So I would take two trains every day. So it's about an hour journey, but it's pretty easy to get to on public transport. The train station is not even a five minute walk away from PSA. So 
if you can get it's a super easy transport to get to TSA yeah I drove ministry I initially was getting lifts with my friend um, and then I started driving because it was only about 25 minutes from my house um, but traffic on the way home was the hardest thing in the entire universe so um, keep that in mind that you get very tired after a full day of dancing and if you're like me and the sun sets while you're driving you start doing this <laughs> because the sun is going away so you're like I have to be in bed. <laughs> I began to forget what daylight looked like because I live down on the Mornington Peninsula so I live about 20 minutes away from the nearest train station. I used to get the 6.36 train in the morning and I forgot what daylight looked like because I would come home so late and leave so early. It was a lot. Traveling was a big issue for me, but I kind of got used to it. Yeah. In the two you years. Find so. things to do. Like I know a lot of people who got the train meant like they just, you'd have breakfast on the train or you do your, um, like your written homework or things like that on the train. Whereas like when you're driving, you don't really have that option, obviously. So it's good to, you'd have, you can use your time well. Um, but what was the other one you asked, Brito? It was, how did you deal with criticism? Yeah. Um, I don't know about the other girls, but I, you know, I cried some days. Some days I was like, I was mush. If somebody said, Tegan, I don't like how you're doing that move, I would have just been like, okay. And then later I'd gone home and been like, oh my God, I'm not good enough. And then you come back the next day and they say the same thing to you. And then you're like, no, I'm going to work on this. Okay. So criticism, you take both ways. You're allowed to get sad. You're allowed to get angry, but you have to turn it into a positive. Like, how can I, how can I improve myself and um, move on past this? I think also teachers don't really look at you unless they believe in you or see that you have potential or see that you can work hard. So for me, a lot of the time I took criticism as a positive. It was kind of like, oh, they're looking at me. They think I can do it. Like, that's really good. They're investing their time into me. But yeah, other times I would cry. <laughs> we'd, we'd go into our, our break rooms. We'd just have a bit of a cry together. All of us would just cry. And we'd go back into our next class. It's really, it's healthy to release your emotions, let it out. Talk about your feelings with your friends. I think um, uh, for me, like all the people in our class was like my biggest support system. We all just talk about everything. And that was another way to get through it as well. But yeah, they only, they look, if they're looking at you, they like you. So that was. Sometimes we would go into the break room and have a group scream. It was great. (laughs) An audible scream. Or we'd go into the fire escape, have a big scream, come back out. Good to go. Next class. Thank you. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Isabella, do you have a question, darling? Um, did you ever have to go overseas for like shows? And if you did, did you have to like pay for your own flights? Mm. I haven't, um, in full time, um, that won't be very common if you were to travel overseas. Um, so keep that in mind. That's something that when you're a professional that you will be paid to do that. Like for M, she can probably real talk, talk about this well, cause she's just, got him back from her contract um, where she was paid to travel and go overseas um, but in full time you um, yeah. don't expect to go over <laughs> don't expect to leave the country very often expect to stay there and work very hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, for Spectrum with that, we never like had any like overseas excursion things. Um, but every year we did go to Sydney and do the ADF, um, which was really fun. But yeah, it's something that you do have to pay for yourself, but it is included in your tuition. So usually if there is something big planned for the year, um, the studio will try and include it in your fees at the start of the year. So you know that you have to save for it or you have to prepare for it. So, yeah. Yeah. We had, um, we did this, the most random gig where we, we went to Sydney as well, but we did like an NFL halftime show or something like the, these American teams came and played. I don't know. I had no idea what was going on. Just remembered that I was dancing but they they paid for our um, our bus ride and our accommodation, but we sat on a bus for however long to get to Sydney. So it was very rough. Um, but you know, it was also a really cool experience. And but yeah, you can expect to get overseas gigs and contracts after full time. Or if you're auditioning during full time, then you leave your full time course to go and pursue that separately. Yeah. Lada, go girl. Did um an agent call you to um to do an audition for um to get a scholarship for full time dance or did you just pay? Um, I know for for the ministry audition, you it was a big group audition, so there were however many hundred or so people there, and then and that's like an open call. So imagine and you kind of register in if you're already a dancer, you're already looking out for these things. So you already see them, got them coming. Um, and I was already at ministry, so I already knew. So maybe the other girls coming, having come from backstage and go to another school for full time, you might be able to help out with how you found auditions. But then the audition for scholarships in first year was that they chose a group to audition and then they... Um, chose their scholars from that and then the year after they just pick from the people that they've liked over the year so your whole basically every day of full time is an audition <laughs> yeah um but yeah maybe this uh, any one of the other girls about how you found auditions and things as well I might jump in because I need to leave I got a class to teach up five so um just real quick yeah the audition kind of like went all day and they covered pretty much every style like ballet, contemporary, hip hop, jazz, lyrical. Um, so yeah, they're really looking for like all rounders, but you don't have to be perfect. That's another thing. Like if they see potential in you, then that's also great. 100%. How did you like find a good studio? Um, there's only a few full-time schools in Melbourne um, that I would recommend going to unless you want to go interstate. But yeah, I think I'm guessing for Tay, Morgan and M, how did you guys choose or, you know, find your auditions? Like, how did you find, like, how did you know they were happening? At um, I followed all of the full-time schools. I was kind of interested on social media because they always post about their auditions and promote it and everything. Um, in regards to choosing a school, uh, I went to all the auditions of the schools that I liked um, and kind of on the day, I just got a feel for them. You see, at the auditions, you see the studios, you see all the teachers, um, you, you talk to the director of the school, you can, so you can kind of get a good feel. 
what the school is going to be like, what the standard is, um, what they expect from you. And also they kind of, you can kind of see, ask questions about what you want to get out of the school and um, like what your goals are and kind of see where it's aligned. Also, I looked um, at the alumni, so the graduates of the school, and I looked at what kind of, um, what careers they had gone down and what shows they'd done and things like that and saw how to look at people who I kind of wanted to follow the career path of, saw what schools they went to. So, yeah, because they obviously can get the results that I was looking for. So, yeah, that's just me, but anyone else? Yeah, when I was auditioning for full-time, it was, gosh, like nearly over five years ago now. Um, Jess was a really big help. She was always giving um, both Gemma and I, Je- oh my God, I can't speak, Gemma and I like um, course pamphlets and like saying, oh, the, there's auditions for this and that. Um, but there also wasn't as many full-time schools when I was auditioning. There was only like... PSA, Ministry and Spectrum were like the main three. So I think um, it opened yeah. the year we start, I think. Like, yeah, I think it was the year or the year after that I started full-time that Transit opened. So. Yeah, and then Kelly Acres started a year or two after that as well. So, yeah. Yeah. But they're really the only, like the five kind of, I think, main schools in, in Melbourne, unless, am I forgetting any? I think ministry spectrum psa kelly's and transit i think are like the the, the top five I, do you agree yeah. jess yeah i feel like there's only ever really a top five full-time schools mm. in melbourne and of course there's the um choice to go interstate to do full-time which we haven't really talked about but that's an option too but when you're 18 it's pretty hard to leave your home and your family and just go set up camp yeah. Um, yeah, we better wrap it up. So if you guys have any more questions, feel free to email them or send them to the Instagram and I can pass them on to whoever you want to ask and we can get more answers or we can run another session another time. Bye. Ooh. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you.